You're listening to another episode of the Zag. Eric Rousseau here. Excited to be joined by 2019 fellow Quinny Johnson is here. Part of our series featuring our 2019 NLC LA fellows. Let's get to know her a little bit better. Let's get to it. All right, Queenie, when, when people ask you what you do for a living, how do you usually answer that question? Oh, my God. I hate that question, but <laughs> I help children and organizations find their brilliance, right, so they can really shine. That's the best way to say it. <laughs> and uh, I know there's a lot of different ugh, man, a lot of different things that you've gotten into over the years. Which one do you feel like was the hardest to start and to create? You know what? Um, my basis and my background is an educator. And so because of that, you garner so many skills. And so I think moving into business has been the hardest because as an employee, you go to work and you don't realize this when you're an employee. But when you become an entrepreneur, you notice it. You you know, you don't realize that people are telling you what to do, what to turn in. But when you become an entrepreneur, you're responsible for all of that. So that's the hardest. Learning how to self-manage. Yeah, so tell folks a little bit about. Uh, well, I guess we'll start with this one. Tell folks about curriculum uh, creators and, and what you, yeah, what, what what you do there and what kind of things happen every day. Yeah, so I have discovered that one of my passions is curriculum, and when I say curriculum, I mean whatever process that whether you're a company or a school that you have your your staff or your students within. And so because of that, I'm always working with companies to either build out curriculum that will support their mission and vision, so that they can connect more deeply with whoever their audience is. And that's what Curriculum Creators does. We also help with some branding. That means really understanding your values and how to articulate those better so that you can attract either those customers or even retain your employees so that they can act on your behalf as a good steward and ambassador. And do folks find you for this service or do you find them? How does that work? You know what? I get a lot of referral and invite only. So that's how I set my, um, the business up is referral and invite only. That means that if somebody referred you to me, that's how you will find out about the curriculum creators. Um, because the work that we do is so intimate and so, um, I guess, private and individualized. We want to make sure that we service our clients at the highest level. And so you will either come to us in that way, or you can request an invite. Hey, I want, I'm thinking about creating some curriculum. If you're an author and you want to supplement your book with curriculum so that you can get into schools and um, teachers could read your book to, to students and you can have more value that you're adding to the classroom. That's one group of people that would come to me. If you're a real estate company and you want to add curriculum to what you're doing so that you could build out your real estate school, that's another group of people. Or if you're a corporation and you want to amplify what what your employees are doing in the workplace, you would come to me as well to request an invite. So you can find us on Instagram at the curriculum creators. Nice. And then tell us a little bit about mama be brilliant. I know that's something I started in about 2015 and you've seen it take off ever since then, right? Absolutely. So this is really where my heart is at. So because really fast, whenever I say mama be brilliant, so many people, their hearts just warm up. And that delights me simply because mama be brilliant was founded on the concept um, just through some informal observations that I made while being in the classroom. I noticed that students who had parents who were actively engaged either in the community or working on some type of creative project, those students showed up in the classroom so much more resilient and confident. And so Mama Be Brilliant is born out of that premise that, okay, if I could 
ask moms to be brilliant and to step into their brilliance, they, it would therefore trickle down into the classroom. So it was almost my selfish way to reach more kids because in a classroom, you can only reach your students that you're working with that year. And so now we've developed into a organization that teaches uh, parents how to develop their career, their child, and their civic engagement. We have launching for 2019, our civic engagement council. We have our luxury camps. That's where parents spend the weekend to really delve into what does it look like to tap into my child's uh, genius? How can I get closer and develop my brilliant mama principles so that when my child becomes an adult, I've raised him or her or they or she to be the type of person that really would find their own happiness and uniqueness in the world. You know, one of the questions we've asked a lot of folks who've been on the Zag podcast, especially when they have kids or about to have kids, is how they plan on on raising a progressive child. Any thoughts on that? Yes, definitely. I think these are conversations that must start very, very early. I think what tends to happen is that uh, parents and schools think that children aren't having these conversations. And really what we find statistically is that these uh, values are developed by fifth grade, right? So that means even in kindergarten, TK, they have ideas about what's right, what's wrong, justice. And so I say to parents, always start to um, engage your child, talk to them like they're people and understand that they see things just like you see things. And um, I think that's one of the biggest things that I don't think, I think that parents and schools wait far too late to start engaging children in the conversation, because if not, these are the people who become senators and uh, civic leaders. And we often question why don't they have humanity's best interests at heart is because they didn't learn it when they were a child. True. And then last thing, what is something you're looking forward to once we get all the fellows together in January for the first Institute session? Oh my gosh. I'm just looking forward to seeing everybody's face and hearing everybody's story because we're all coming from different parts of the county and just uh, learning about how we can amplify our missions to push forward the mission of New Leaders Council. That's what I'm excited about. Love it. We look forward to seeing you in January. And thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Zag. You can find all the other episodes featuring our amazing 2019 fellows. You can get that at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher. Get them all there. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Hold up. 